Previously on the Omen podcast... You have actually been in the Omen hospital. You have finally, like, come to. A couple of your fingers have been replaced with, like, metallic fingers. I'm bloody Inspector Gadget. Great! I always find that I, I lose my lighters every now and then, so having one built into the finger is really nice. I've got a really good friend! I'm very glad that you have a good friend. Koala. The lighter is getting steadily closer to his beard. Well, unfortunately, it lights his beard on fire. Koala, mate! You got oh. a flyer beard! Uh, Hethel? No, your name isn't Hethel. <laughs> it's, it's Apple, actually. Uh, hey. Um, do you want to go and do something? Yes. Let, let's eat some of the things together that we wouldn't drink. So the both of you will go on a date, I guess, to an Italian. <laughs> what will happen next? Find out on this exciting episode. So there the two of you are, Koala Jackson and Ethel Winthrop. You both depart from the Omen building and you go down the street. Uh, it is sort of early January, February time at this point, so it's still quite cold outside. Uh, and you make it to the Italian restaurant and you go inside uh, and you get seated. And you are now in the Italian restaurant together. Uh, Ethel is sitting across from you. Uh, and you both have two quite large, overly-sized menus in front of you. I gotta say, um, this is actually a lot nicer than eating in Italian. Oh uh, yeah, I can I can imagine it is probably quite a lot nicer than cannibalism. She says, sort of like giggling slightly. Uh, what do you mean by cannibalism? Because when you're out in the bush, right? There's there's this definition between like things get blurry, right? Like, um, have you ever been like? You don't have your glasses. Um, does Ethel wear glasses? Ethel does wear glasses. When you not, well, don't wear glasses and like the world seems blurry, well, that's what it's like for moral lines um, in a number of situations that I've encountered. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I- I've not really eaten anyone per se. No, I'm not saying that you eat anyone. I'm saying that they cease to be people at a certain point. Right. If you catch my meaning. I think I do. We call it bush meat. I always thought bush meat was like, um, like bugs and things. Isn't it? They are bugs at that point. Oh. Okay. All right then. So, so what are you, uh, what are you having? What, what, what do you want on the menu? Um, let's, uh, what, what, what sort of, is this a place I can afford? It, like, like how many stars on a, theoretical star rating is this don't worry sweetheart i'll pay for this um it's like a at least a four maybe a five star restaurant it's quite fancy in here like you are a little bit out of place do i understand any of the names on this list of presumably edible goods um how good is koala's italian uh 
Well, based off of what we've just heard, it seems that he's at least eaten an Italian bug. Okay. Let's go with a, an Italian bug in the bush, mate. <laughs> Category. He met, he met a bug in the bush. Moral lines and such. Yep. Okay. Uh, so I want you to roll for focus then for this. <laughs> All right. To see if you can identify a good meal. 18. Nice. Okay. So you recognize surprisingly quite a lot of these. Um, you notice there's a bolognese. Is, is Koala interested in having a bolognese? Um, yeah. B bolognese sounds great. Sounds, sounds delicious. Uh, and uh, Ethel looks down and she decides on her thing. And then the waiter comes along, and the waiter comes up and goes, Hello, I am here to take your order. Uh, what would Sir want for today's meal? Um, I'm thinking a, uh, a, a bolognese. Yes, very good, sir. With a nice topping of some kind. Uh, I see that you have several sides available here. Um, I, I'll take the, yes. uh, the legasna. Okay. I'm going to take the legasna. You mean the lasagna? Yes, that is exactly what I said the first time. Um, don't need to repeat myself. Uh, you know what I mean. Everybody, know you heard that, Ethel, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. Yep, uh, lasagna. Um, that's that's what I'd like as as the side dish. Thank you. Very well, sir. And and what for? What about for Madame? Ah, uh, I'll have the lasagna too. <laughs> she says, uh, jokingly. Uh, and the man sort of rolls his eyes slightly and then takes your orders and walks off to the kitchen. Hey, um, do you think there's a chance it's called lasagna? Because he presented it different than I did. Um, well, I suppose, like, different countries have different ways of saying it. So maybe, maybe it's something, it's how you say it over where you lived in Australia, maybe. Yeah, that's where, that's how we say it in Australia. That's exactly how they said it where I lived. You wait a little while, uh, and you're chatting, and eventually the lasagnas come over, and the bolognese comes over too, and you both start to tuck into your meals. Uh, you have, like, a bunch of different forks and knives in front of you. Which ones are you going to use? Um, which ones look the most confident? Uh, probably the biggest ones in the center. Uh, I want to use the biggest ones available for everything. Okay. So you pick up the biggest ones and you start to tuck into your meal uh, and the waiter looks down at you choosing the wrong forks for the first part of the meal and he rolls his eyes they, and walks they, they off. They weren't the wrong ones. They were the confident choices. <laughs> to you they were. And you're sitting there and you're chatting and you're having a wonderful time. And then Ethel starts to look a little bit woozy. Ethel? Ethel, you're right. Oh, uh, we we can get the lasagna replaced, or, or the lasagna even. I don't I don't feel for. And then she falls forwards, and her head splats on the lasagna. All right, uh, is the waiter in the vicinity? Uh, he's nearby. Yes. I want to kill him. Holy shit! Okay. <laughs> he kills Ethel, the bastard. All right, you get up uh, from your cha your chair. I assume you're gonna hold a knife or something. No, with my bare hands. Okay, could you please roll for strength? That's the number one thing I can do, mate. Fifteen. Okay, so you run towards the guy, 
and you lamp him round the head. I don't run towards him. Oh, okay. I steadily march towards him like death. Okay. Uh, He looks around and he is terrified. He's going, oh, sir, can I help you, sir? Yes. Ethel wanted Legesna. And I would like you to die! And then you punch him. I don't punch him. Okay. I choke him. I place my hands around his fragile neck. Surprisingly meaty neck, actually. Yep. And I squeeze. And I keep squeezing. (laughs) Okay. So, as you squeeze his neck, I'd like you to roll for strength again, please. That's an 18. Okay. So, as you squeeze his neck, you start to feel woozy yourself. So your muscles start to feel a bit weak. Oh, man. I have got one last ditch effort to kill this man, presumably before he kills me and the woman I love. So I'm going to headbutt him as hard as possible. I want to use... It's like golf, but for a human being. My hand is a tee, and his head is a ball, and my head is a club. Okay, roll for strength again. That's a 13. Uh, You headbutt him, and you hear his skull crack, and he falls over, and you step backwards, and you feel very woozy, and you tip backwards and land on the table, and you and Ethel both fall to the floor, uh, and you black out. Is it kind of like a romantic falling, though? Kind of like falling in love? How, how did she feel about this? You both feel very much like you're in slow motion at this point, because you're both suffering from the effects of what you can assume is some kind of poison. This is love and also poison, I say, between slurred jaws. Do you want to try it with the slurs? This is love and also slurs. This is poison love. And you land on your lasagna. And everything goes dark for quite a long time. Now that doesn't disturb me. That happens quite often for me. Yeah. Good evening. Or good afternoon, or good morning, wherever you are. Uh, it's Sean. I want to say thank you to everyone who's put in ideas for gadgets and stuff on the uh, Omen Twitter. Hopefully going to be using as many of those as possible in our recording session tomorrow when the team are going on their next mission to Louisiana. It should be quite a fun set of episodes. I've got a weird plan to use Werewolf as part of it, the um, you know the card game that people do. I'm very much looking forward to you guys listening to that in about a month's time once Koala's one-on-ones are done. We're currently in the process of planning a really cool one-shot episode with the developers of Hypnospace Outlaw, where they'll be going on a 90s-themed computer-style adventure set in the Omen universe. I think that's going to be really awesome because not only does Nelson play Koala Jackson here, but he's also one of the writers on Hypnospace Outlaw. Uh, So if you've not tracked that out, you really should. It's an amazing-looking game set in the sort of cyberspace of the 90s. We're also in the process of planning a 5,000 downloads Q&A video. 5,000 downloads! It's getting there. We're almost there, actually. Uh, so if you've got any questions for that, then please email them to omeninvestigations at gmail.com and we'll add them to the list of questions we'll try to answer when we're doing that. We have another podcast promo today. This one is by a guy called Mac. He owns three podcasts, and one of them is really, really interesting in that he's like created a fan fiction of MacGyver and Stargate SG-1 together. I think I think the, the plot is that MacGyver and the guy from Stargate are twins and they work together. Just go and listen to it. I, I can't really explain it like 
off the top of my head, but that, that, that that's the premise. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, here we go. Have a listen to it. Hi, everybody. It's Mac Jackson. And I'd like to invite you to three of my podcasts that are on iTunes and Stitcher. The first is the Never Gets Old podcast. My co-host, Nathan Shell, and I discuss everything in TV, movies, music, and comics, and swap stories about our exciting everyday lives. The second is the MacGyver podcast, where we discuss Richard Dean Anderson, his television shows, and the positive influence that it's had on us every day. The third podcast is the new MacGyver SG-1, an independent audio series, with the continued adventures of Jack O'Neill, MacGyver, and finding out that they're twin brothers. Check them out on iTunes, Stitcher, and anywhere good podcasts are played. And also, please leave us a good rating and a nice review, and look for our Facebook pages. And follow me on Twitter at MacWJackson. Thanks, everyone. I'll see you at the next adventure. Thank you for listening to that promo. Uh, we're doing promo swaps with other podcasts in the future. It's a really nice way of sort of showing other people what we can do and what they can do and get the podcast love happening between different people. If you want to do a promo swap, just send us a message on Twitter or send an email to the email address I mentioned earlier and we'll do a promo swap. It'll be awesome. Thank you to everyone who's reviewed the podcast on multiple different apps across the Podmosphere. I would like more people to do that. If you haven't reviewed the podcast yet, please, please do. It's the only way that other people will see us other than you guys tweeting out about the podcast. We've had more people view the podcast in the last month than we have over the last like three months. It's 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 been incredible to see like actually more people thoroughly streaming it from the start till the end. It makes, it makes all of us smile. Uh, it makes you smile. It makes everything a big smiley smile. I'm not going to leave you any longer. Go back to listening to Koala trying to deal with this sort of strange situation he's found himself into uh, and I'll talk to you next time. See you later. Bye. And you wake up and you are in your hospital bed. What, what am I seeing? You see beside you a bunch of cards um, and a balloon uh, saying get well soon. Uh, and you're attached to a machine that goes ping. The machine, can I trust it? I don't know. It's a machine. Uh, it, you, you check your own pulse and it seems to line up pretty well with the machine's pings. All right. So presumably it can be at least somewhat trusted. Yes. Um, is the pinging machine like ping is a very odd noise to be making. Is it like making a pass at me? Uh, no, the machine is not making a pass at you. Um, but you, you can infer that it might maybe just because you're feeling a bit drowsy still. Uh, you've got quite a bad headache. All right. Um, is, is, the, is it the same hospital bed? Is it quite a familiar tableau before me?
Yes, it's literally the same hospital bed as you were in earlier. Okay. It feels as if you have just sort of woken up from a dream. It feels like the entire sort of date was a dream. Okay. Um, but I hope it isn't a dream, though. That said, uh, there's no he- there's no one around me to ask questions, I assume. So you try and get up to try and ask someone a question, uh, and your hands are bound um, to the bed. I snap them like an Italian bug. <laughs> you snap them like an Italian bug. Yes. Uh, could you roll for strength for me? And that is a six. I presume I do not snap them. Nope. You try pulling at them, and there's no use. But uh, it does alert a doctor's attention from outside the room, and a doctor comes in. He's quite tall and quite thin. You've never seen this guy before. He he isn't my friend Dr. Smedley. No. The doctor comes in, uh, and he looks at you, and he says, "Uh, Hello, Koala. Uh, My name is Dr. Bruce. Uh, I am your new doctor here at Omen. Uh, it seems like you have been coming in and out of a coma for the past couple of weeks. Wait, 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 wait. So when he's saying this, the manner in which he's saying is it, it is it, is he saying it brusely? Brusely. Brusely? Yes. He's saying it brusely. Bruce Brusely. Brusely. Yes. Brusely. Brusely. Yes. Briskly, yes. No, Bruce. Yes. Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee? Yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. Um, And he um, goes up to your bed and he pulls up the sort of paper and he's reading it. So my name is, you can can call me Ben. Uh, I am your doctor here. Uh, Your name is Ben Bruce? Ben Bruce, yes. How are you feeling? Um... Not too great, to be honest. I think my, uh, well, it would be presumptuous to call her a girlfriend. Um, I think, not life partner. Um, God, why am I being so weird? Um, I think the person with whom I was dining on Italians with, uh, was poisoned. And I thought I was poisoned. Um, it feels like, like, like a dream, though. You, you haven't left this room, uh, in about... Four weeks, Mr. Jackson. So I didn't. I didn't go on a date. With... I I have no idea what you're talking about. I, I'm here to make sure that you are fit mentally to continue working as part of Omen. All right. Yeah. Um. I look down at my body. Do I still see the the metal fingers? The the, the everything that I've observed before. The metal fingers. Yes, you see those. Those are fine. Do I still have the lighter in them? Okay, so there's no shenanigans there. Nope, everything's fine. Dr. Bruce uh, then puts your papers down and says, uh, I will release you from your restraints now. Uh, you've been thrashing around a lot at night, so you can now get up and walk around your room a bit. I know that you probably need the exercise. You've been in a coma for a while. But I will be restricting you to this room until we can properly discharge you. I appreciate the concern, but is, is Ethel all right? Yes, Ethel is fine. She she's um, she's just been doing her normal work. Do I, if I when I look over, do I see Ethel's card still? Yep, Ethel's card is there. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, whatever is you're here to test me. Is it um, what what kind of tests are we talking about here? Um, well, mostly mental fitness. 
uh, we're not entirely sure how stable you are at the minute, and we just need to be sure that you're doing all right. Homer never cared about my mental fitness before. When you were in your last mission, uh, the report filed by uh, Annabelle St. John said that you had a mental breakdown halfway through the mission. Could you uh, explain what happened in that? Do you remember anything? I generally trust doctors. But I want to look very closely at this person who's talking to me right now. Uh, I'd like to use observation and focus. Okay, could you roll for observation for me? Observation is 16? Observation 16 and focus is 18. Okay, so you notice this guy is a little bit sweaty and a little bit nervous about removing your restraints. Mate, did I ever tell you the one about the Italian bag? Uh, no, I, I don't. I, I've never heard the one about the Italian bug. He says as he's like, like opening your first bracer. It's, I mean, that's right. Um, you wouldn't, because it's called bush me. I grab him. <laughs> you grab him. <laughs> okay. Uh, could you roll for strength, please? Nineteen. Okay, you grab him and you pull him towards you, um, and he's panicking and he goes, "What are you? What are you doing, Ko- Koala? What, what? What's happening?" You're going to tell me exactly what I don't know. I, 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 don't know what, I don't know what you're talking about. Please, please, please let me just get you out of your restraints. There's a lot of things I don't know, and you're going to tell me all of them. Also, you're going to unlock the other restraint while you're doing uh, it. Okay. Uh, um, I, I, I'm one of the doctors here at Omen. Uh, my name is, is, is Benjamin Bruce. I, I'm, I'm just here to evaluate you. That, that's, all I, that's all I'm here for. Please, please. Release me. I, 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 I don't mean you any harm. I, I'm, I'm just trying to look after you. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very stressed out right now. Please. That sounds exactly like what a doctor would say. Yes. But also, a coward. And I don't know any omen doctors that are cowards. Actually, I'm thinking of Smedley now. I'm, I don't think he's... Yep. I'm, I'm going to stick with that statement out loud, but I'm doubting it internally. <laughs> I'm definitely remembering a lot of cowards in omen. So what are you going to do? I'm going to hold him still. I'm, I'm going to hold him and be like, I, I just have a few more questions, you know, to evaluate my mental fitness. He goes, oh, okay. Uh, and he, he undoes your last restraint, and so now you're free. He goes, can you, can you, can you please just like get your hands off me? I'm, I'm, I'm really, really quite scared right now. I put both hands on him, but I'm in a creepy way. Okay, sure. So you're sort of just holding him there now. Yeah. He's calming down slightly. I slap him. Don't want that. Don't want him coming down. I need him. I need him in a useful state. Okay, you you slap him, and he immediately sort of like snaps too, and he's quite panicked. Ko- Koala, p- please, you you you're you're acting very very crazily. I'm I'm not going to be able to discharge you if you're if you're acting like this. Crazily isn't a word, first of all, which is just making me further doubt your dubious medical status. Second of all, yeah, um, th- that that's pretty much it. Uh, you tell me exactly what's going on here because this isn't omen. This isn't. This isn't right. There's something wrong here. I can smell it. This is Omen. This is for sure Omen. Huh? Could you roll for observation, please? I believe it's Omen, but I don't believe you. Uh, and that's an observation of 13. So you don't notice that his hand has like moved under the table, uh, and he presses a button. Almost immediately, two armed guards come in, uh, and they point their weapons at you. I hold them up as a shield. Okay. I will kill this man! If you don't tell me what the hell is going on! This, listen, Koala. This, this is literally just us 
trying to do a psych evaluation on you. This is specifically from Dr. Brimstone. We're trying to look after you. I want Dr. Brimstone here in the flesh to tell me what is going on. Um, he, he, he's on holiday right now. We all know Dr. Brimstone doesn't take holidays. I just remember that he does take a lot of holidays, but I'm not going to say that out loud. I'm not going to admit to that. The man looks back and forth and then looks at the guards and sort of nods and they then open fire. Can you please roll for agility? He does know that like I'm holding him, right? Like, yeah. this, is, this is not going to be good for agility of 16 as well. So like he shouldn't have opened fire on a cat-like presence. You manage to roll as they start to shoot and the guy collects all the bullets in his face. <laughs> um... Like in a nice way, or as like a scrapbook, or like a scrapbook, like my kind of scrapbook, where it's full of face meat. Yeah, the second one. Oh, that's not pleasant. And he falls to the floor, and the two guards are then trying to reload. What are you going to do? So what do I notice about these guards? What can we say about them, really? They are head-to-toe in combat gear. Typical omen combat gear? Uh, I wouldn't say typical omen combat gear. These guys are, like better armed than your standard omen operative they wouldn't send all that for me uh yeah i want to i want to look real close at him so that they're literally just wearing really really powerful bulletproof armor uh they're wearing riot goggles so then they can avoid being hit by anything they've got big strong helmets very very buff men with very very scary guns uh what are the chances i have of being able to take these guys on successfully very doubtfully right now uh they are almost finished loading their rifles. Ah, I spent too much time questioning things. See? You did. This is where I always get in trouble. Whenever I question anything, except for reality. Sometimes that too. You've just been standing there, <laughs> looking at them. The man that I quote-unquote may have participated in his death. Is the rest of his body usable as a human shield? Like, his face is gone, I'm I'm sure, but, like, the rest of him... Yes. Okay, I pick him up like a banjo and I hold him in front of my vital bits. And what do you want to do? Charge them, or do you want to... How close am I to them right now? Am I in hand... Am I in arm's reach? Um, yes, you are in arm's reach. Okay. The room is reasonably small. Because I'm starting to question a whole lot of things. What I'm going to do, first of all, is I'm going to... When I hold it up as a banjo, I'm also going to speak, Hey, maybe this wouldn't be happening if someone would tell me what was going on and also wasn't suspicious in any way. And you gentlemen look like people who aren't suspicious, provided you were given an opportunity to do so, which this is an opportunity for all of us, really, to grow and learn as people. And I'm starting to think I've made a horrible mistake, so please help me if you can. And you're rolling for persuasion on this. Yeah, and I rolled an eight. They immediately open fire again. Could you roll for agility? I guess we could just hope that this man banjo, or this manjo that I have here, helps. Uh, That's an 11. Okay, so they open fire again, and the bullets hit the body, and it knocks you backwards, and you hit yourself against a wall, and... You notice that there's actually a window on this wall, which doesn't make sense normally because Omen is underground. Huh. Is there anything out the window? Like, I don't want to spend too much time looking, considering the situation, but also I want to take a glance. It looks like it's outside, like, just, like, standard outside. You can see some trees and some sky. Uh, It looks like you're on the bottom floor. 
I'm at the bottom floor upstairs or downstairs? Bottom floor downstairs, like the the, the, the base the base of the building. We're we're in the basement, but I don't uh, but outside like it looks like there's like sky and grass and typical things. So in the omen building you would be in the basement. Yeah. But for some reason here there is a window where you can see outside. And the trees are rather tropical compared with what we'd normally expect in London in the middle of February. Interesting. Okay, so I have a two-stage plan here. Gone. Three-stage, actually. So the first stage is, first of all, I'm going to check to see if the doctor... Like, his face... I know he caught a lot of bullets there, but does that mean his face isn't intact? If anything, it seems like it would make his face loose and pliable. Yes, sure. Okay, so I want to just, like... Just peel that off real quick. Okay. I want to throw the body at the guards, and then I want to jump out the window. Okay, you slide what's left of the face off of the body, as it like a like scraping butter off of a um, piece of toast, and you then lob the body. Could you please roll for agility? All right, then. That's a six. <laughs> right. So you get ready to throw the body at them, and they immediately start shooting again. But they didn't even reload. I feel like this is a lot of bullets for one gun. Two guns. Several guns. They've, they've reloaded. They've reloaded in this time. Uh, and the bullets hit the body. I'm not going to say they spent too much time on the face. Not going to regret that. No. Nope. But I am going to regret other things. And one of them grazes your shoulder, causing you one damage. Oh no. I lost exactly one damage. You dumbasses. And then I jump out the window. Yeah, and you immediately fall backwards out of the window from the shot hitting you. Oh, so it, was, it wasn't heroic. I just tried to save a situation that now just looks more embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was uh -oh. just—it was kind of by accident. And you flop out onto the floor and you land on the dry grass. Can I roll for persuasion to like try to make it look good? No, roll for creativity. Oh, okay. That's a 17. As you roll out of the window, you do a backflip and then land on your feet on the dry glass. It's quite cool. Okay, great. I meant to do that. And you are now ready to run from these bullets. Oh, so they're... they're <laughs> just shooting me wasn't enough. They're, they're continuing... There's a lot of gunfire happening here. Yeah, what you're saying. there is. Uh, the alarm is now being, like, set off. So you hear an alarm go off. And you are now outside on what seems like a sort of tropical jungle hideout. Okay. It's, is it like anything I recognize? Because I've spent a lot of time in various hidden uh, locations, various places of note, you might say, if you were so inclined. You've never seen this place before, but um, could you roll for observation just to get an idea of like the rough like environment you are in? Twelve. Okay. So... You look to your right and you see a large volcano-like mountain. And to your left, there is a big modern-looking apartment building. It, it's very, very stylish, like, like incredibly lavish. And on the side is written in massive blue letters, GAMMA as an acronym. So G-A-M-M-A. -M -M -A. Can I roll for creativity to see? Like, I know I'm supposed to be running, but also... Instantly, having gained the ability to read more things, I want to read this sign and see, like, if I can either, if either if it's written, or if I can decipher whether or not what, like, what this 
acronym might mean. I rolled a 15 for creativity. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to say you're doing this as you're running. So I'm saying bullets are like hitting like the ground around you as you're doing this. Um, and as you run past, you see underneath the um, like the big acronym is the actual wording, uh, and it says "Great American Monster Mitigation Assault," and then force. Bloody Americans! I continue to I run into the bush faster than before, if possible. Okay, so you run towards the jungle and you get to the tree line and you disappear into the bushes. And behind you, a giant force of angry-looking men with guns pursue you. And we're going to find out what happens to you in the next episode of Omen. See you later. Bye. Omen podcast is powered by Ellipsis RPG, the accessible donationware rule set, now available on itch.io. If you like what you're hearing, please rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. You can tweet to us at the hashtag OmenCast, that's O-M-E-N cast, and who knows, you might get a special mention in one of the episodes from us. Thank you for listening, and remember, stay vigilant. You never know what's out there.